Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? Chris Stolle here for another Realm of the Mist podcast, and joining me is my lovely co-host, Venus. Hey. <laughs> we are we are a little light on the group today. Unfortunately, John is stuck at work, and uh, nobody's heard from Brian. Uh, if you know where he is, tell him his pregnant wife is looking for him. <laughs> <gasps> we cursed him. We fucking cursed him last week. That's what happened. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna trudge on without him. Uh, you know, we wish him the best and everything else. Uh, hopefully, he's doing okay. I'll probably hear from him later, especially after he hears that intro. He'll be like that mother. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey guys, don't tell anyone. But <laughs> oh, but now the world knows. <laughs> well, I'm never. No said secrets it was... with you, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, well, nobody. Here's here's the question: Am I telling the truth or am I lying? If you listen back on the past podcast, usually every week I come up with something goofy and silly for Brian for his intro. So it's it's up to the well, listener to figure out if I'm telling the truth or not. <laughs> I think I just uh, blew the cap off that one there. <laughs> Probably did, but I, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna plead the fifth on whether it's fact or fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man, poor Brian. <laughs> so this one's gonna be a little bit of a shorter one because of the fact that it is just Venus and I. We only got a couple things that we wanted to discuss. Uh, so let's go ahead and dive right into it. First and foremost, a black man was in a wedding dress with a tuxedo jacket last night <laughs> seen in hollywood in other news water is wet no uh last night was the oscars uh <laughs> venus did you catch any of it <laughs> no i didn't i was i didn't even know it was on to be honest yeah That's i didn't, almost, like, I didn't it watch any of it either <laughs> <laughs> i think it's, i guess unless you have cable you don't know about these things well, I I didn't care. I I it, it, basically from from what I know of the Oscars is that the liberal virtual signaling was real, as I expected. You know, fuck Trump, uh, fuck conservatives, fuck anybody who doesn't think like them. Typical typical uh uh political push by by the leftist media. To the point, actually, one of the uh, YouTube uh, political commentators on here who was uh, doing a uh, s- simulcast stream to the Oscars, uh, Louder with Crowder, was actually blocked and copyright stricken by, uh, f- by YouTube for the Oscars because he was sitting there and making fun of it. <laughs> Literally, he got. Oh, wow. I-, I watched that video before we started. They actually took took down his stream and gave him a copyright strike because he was sitting there satiring the whole entire thing. Like, don't these people have any fucking? Is there no humor bones in their body whatsoever? Well, it's, it's, it's one. No, they don't. <laughs> Two. It, it's because you don't. They don't share the same point of view. And we were talking about this the other day. I miss the old Democratic platform or the old liberal uh, platform. I don't have to agree with what you what you believe, but I defend your right to believe it. I don't have to agree with what you say, but I defend your right to say it. They yeah, don't do in that Canada now. It's, now it's hate. 
it's hate speech, and now you can actually get charged for hate speech, because it's like, I don't like your fucking hat, and it's like, well, my hat doesn't like you, and and I'm, I'm calling the cops on you, it's like, bitch, suck it up, lose the fucking hat, <laughs> I'll shoot it off your head, okay? <laughs> I, I watched one, I watched one on Facebook, this guy was smart enough to grab his, uh, his phone at a bar, and he was wearing a Make America Great hat again, and this, uh, this, this heavyset woman was putting her hands all over him, trying to grab the hat, pulling it over his face, calling him all types of different names and, and slurs and stuff of that nature. And the guy just recorded it with his phone. And the dumb broad did this in front of four cops. What? <laughs> they arrested her. and She's like, what did I do wrong? He's the one that's being hateful. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, yeah you I... physically attack someone and, oh, my God, blame their hat. Fuck with <laughs> Wait, why don't they put those uh, little chomper teeth on them? You know, the ones you wind up that they used to have in the dentist office? Oh, yeah. They run around. <laughs> teeth and feet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have it running around the brim of your hat. Now comment on my hat, bitch. I'll bite you. <laughs> Look, since, since the beginning since the beginning, beginning of political time for, for America, I don't know about other countries, but for America, there have always been <clears throat> opposing points of view. There have always been conservative and liberal or right or left or whatever the point of view. And I truly be- I still truly believe that the spectrum is not as broad as people like to make it out to be. I think there's the loony liberals or the far left. And, of course, there's your actual race hating, you know, uh, family tree doesn't fork uh, alt right all the way to the right. But you're talking about like if you had a uh, if you had a foot long scale, where six inches would be center, you're talking about maybe a quarter of an inch on on the one inch and a quarter of an inch on the eleven and three quarters would be the alt right and alt left, and everybody else is your normal conservative and normal liberal, or 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 oh. or, or or the Democrat. But the problem the is, you say is you're that pro-life, the extremists you're, you're, are the ones that are most vocal. Oh, they're the worst. Like, like, like I'm a woman, and even all for feminism and stuff, but oh my freaking lord. Like, how fucking far do they need to take us back? Now you got, now you, in the U.S., what, they're having women being drafted, and they're all pissed off about that? <laughs> they wanted equality. <laughs> That's equality. That's what you get. With great equality comes great responsibility. Well, thanks for ruining it for everyone else, but not that like most of us mind, like most of us know how to shoot off a rifle, but <laughs> Look, I'm going to piss off now every we have to third. That. I'm going to piss off every third third wave feminist right now who wanted every ounce of the benefits uh, without any ounce of the repercussions of having equality to men with the things like the draft. If you didn't want things like the draft taking the bad with the good, Thing, you should have stayed housewives. Okay, and I'm not saying that women should be housewives. Don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, for for the people that aren't militant uh, lesbians who dress up like <laughs> men and, and stuff like that. I'm not saying that women should be housewives. I'm not saying that women should not be equal. I'm not saying that at all. But the ones that wanted all the benefits without any of the repercussions, the only way you get benefits without repercussions of having equality to men is to be the thing you don't want to be. Oh, well, this makes sense now while they're trying to, like, like criminalize masculinity and demonize it now. 
Which leads us now back to the black sense. man in a dress. But you know what? Okay, who was the that bo- actor? I don't even know who that was. <laughs> I don't know either. Seriously, though, that fashion sense is just a little whack. <laughs> <laughs> I give him credit. I wouldn't about. have had the balls. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. It's definitely fashion forward, but oh, God, I'd fire that designer. <laughs> oh, man. But It's uh, just half, half man, half woman. It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense unless it's like pink and like a tutu. And then, yeah, I could understand, but <laughs> not the ball wedding gown and the, the tux top. No, no. Look, I, I'll be honest Cross with you. Clock. I have a hard time. I have a hard time seeing men in kilts. And I know that's a fashion thing of Scotland. But I mean, I have a hard time seeing men in skilled, seeing him in a full on like, you know, upper upper body is tuxedo jacket, tie, shirt. What with frills on the sleeves, whatever. But you know, typical wear for men. And at the bottom, you're looking at like a black Cinderella dress. The whole ballroom gown, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what shoes he was wearing. <laughs> like, like, dude, if he wasn't black, he'd be red with embarrassment. Like, I know I would. <laughs> I know I would. My face would be so red. You know, even even if I was trying to make a, uh, a statement like we're we're all the same or whatever story they're trying to push, I would still feel so embarrassed walking around in that. <laughs> Doesn't that kind of remind you of like the like um, when was it like I don't know I remember seeing this as a kid and like the people that would dress up as half man on the side and half woman on the other side. So when you saw the left side of their face, they looked like females, and when they turned to the right side, they looked like men. Well, actually, actually, you bring up a very good point. Most of the political points of view nowadays uh, that's being pushed by the liberal media and celebrities and stuff like that really does remind me of the circus side shows, the, 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 the fat woman who can eat anything and the uh, two-headed that's twins <laughs> and, and the half man, half woman. And yeah, all them. Yeah, it, it's exactly it's what it feels where. like. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what it feels like. But, you know. The difference is, is when we used to go see those free, uh, those, those, those quote unquote free shows at, you know, Barnum and Bailey, we knew it was an act and it was a show. These people yeah. nowadays think it's serious. The world's a stage, baby. Light it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the big things I wanted to All touch. All eyes on you. <laughs> that's it. But the big thing I wanted to touch about on the Oscars, the big things is, uh, one Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse did take home the uh, Oscar for these are the only things I know, by the way, uh, took home the Oscar for best animated feature. Um, did not see the movie. Wanted to. I did not see it. But, uh, you know, congratulations to Spider-Man. I'm glad to see that comic book movies are finally starting to make kind of a, a statement in the Academy Awards, which usually the only things that win are like the artsy fartsy films that really nobody has ever seen. Oh, those indie film films about people, <laughs> yeah. people's struggles and stuff. Why don't they just write a freaking book? Okay, oh, nobody reads anymore. That's why they don't write a freaking book. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly true. And then I know I don't know what ones they won, but I know Black Panther took home like three uh, Academy Awards. So congratulations to Black Panther. Although I have although I have my uh, my opinions on why, because quite honestly, Black Panther was not a good film. I'm sorry to all the people that Wakanda forever. No, it was a shit film. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I liked it. 
I, I, I didn't. There, there was, uh, there was, it the same deal with like Supergirl. It was just way too much political put in. Goes back to what I said last week. I when I go to see a film or see a a, a show or something of that nature, I'm going to escape reality for a couple hours. Don't force reality down my throat or your political points of view down my throat while I'm trying to escape that crap. Yeah, you know, and, and and I mean I don't I don't mean to just pick on the left because I yes I know majority of the entertainment is very liberal minded. But I'm the same way if it was all conservative. Like, look, I don't I don't come here to hear this stuff. If I want to hear that stuff, I'll watch the news. I'll turn on CNN or The Blaze or something of that nature that specifically targets <laughs> political viewpoints. When I go to a comic book movie or a science fiction show or or a comedy show or something of that nature, I'm going because I want to escape that day-to-day narrative that's jammed down my throat and have a couple hours of release. Yeah, see, I didn't really get that that much from Black Panther, but I kind of got more to like the character states of mind, like, Okay, what's happening? You know, there's like a king brawl going on. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, see that—that's the thing that disappointed me about Black Panther was the fact that I couldn't enjoy the characters in the show and the movie because of the 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 political viewpoints that were pushed. That being said, I love the characters. Yeah, sometimes I, I was... you just gotta ignore that shit, though. Yeah, I know. Take I know. a deep breath, you know, and grab some more popcorn and beef jerky. And <laughs> no, you're you're, you're... sneaking here into the theater. You're absolutely you're absolutely right. It it uh it, it, it's more on me than on the film. Um with that with that aspect. You, though. Like after like so many movies like that, it's like, okay, now you know I'm just used to it. It's like fuck me. Like <laughs> why am I even here? But yeah, if you you kinda get past that, like I have a listening problem, so I could just pretty much turn off anything I don't want to pay attention to. Well, there you go. So I guess that works for me. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the snacks and everything, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> All right, and then the last thing I wanted to do is they did pay in, uh, uh, tribute to the late, great Stan Lee, creator of all the Marvel stuff that we're talking about, including Spider-Man and Black Panther. You know, uh, comic book icon, uh, cameo in movies icon. Uh, but I felt remiss that they did not give an even a mention to uh lee emery the uh gunnery staff sergeant from full metal jacket and known for many other things has devoted his life to the uh to the servicemen and women of the united states uh had shows on like the military network uh and stuff like a mailbag and showing different types of like weaponry of the united states military the guy was always about uh the military and showing it in not only its full might, but in full respect that the military deserves. I felt that it was almost insulting that they didn't even give him so much as like, you know, a split second, uh, up on the big screen. Like, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, I don't even know if you know who Lee Emery is. Uh, Hey, well, this is America, right? Jesus. <laughs> most, most people, most people do know, but you know, they, they, they would recognize you would recognize the voice if you saw him. 
Oh, isn't he? Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm trying to think. <laughs> was, didn't he have some, like, cool car or something? He might have. I, I don't know. Like, I've always known him as the military dealing with the military and stuff of that nature. He, he He's done a, like, a lot of movies. He's done a... He's... Outside of, like, uh, Full Metal Jacket, he was never... He was never, like, a main character. He was always kind of the behind the... Not behind the scenes, Is he in the Dukes like of Hazard? Are you talking about the one with uh, Johnny Knoxville? Dukes of Hazard? No, like... No, like the original uh, Oh, no, 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 not him. <laughs> oh, no, that's the general... That's Wait a second. Yeah, the General Lee. Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday. Okay, it's fucking Monday. <laughs> All right, well, we'll make you feel better. We're going to continue on with the <laughs> entertainment news before we get into anything more political. Uh, not much going on in the world of entertainment. Uh, it is reported that Captain Marvel seems to be losing money, even though it hasn't even released yet. Uh, last reported... Oh. Last reported, it was uh, supposed to be projected to make $100 million uh, opening weekend. That dropped down to about $40 million. And now it's being reported that Captain Marvel is already costing up to $100 million to Marvel. I'm not exactly sure how. I haven't heard this yet, but I, ha- or I haven't really delved de- deep in- enough into this. Uh, Brian was supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but if these reports are true, do you think this is because she's a woman? Do you think it's because people are sick of the, uh, comic book genre movie? Or is it literally because of her, her pro third wave feminist movement where she's demanding things like she wants to create an all female Avengers, uh, being led by Captain Marvel, and as she wants no, and I quote, white males on set in her movie, and things of that nature. Like, are these things hurting it, in which case Marvel needs to address? Or is this just because it's a woman and people are being, you know, sexist or whatever? Or is it really just comic book fatigue? Okay, well, from my point of view, um, changing the whole character into a woman, yeah, you know, that's... That was a big step, so it's a little bit edgy. People are going to be iffy about it. But you know why People are just going to be like, well, you know, who cares? It's, it's, it's a comic book movie, so who fucking cares? And they were going to get over their shit, right? But with her attitude, bitch, please. Nobody wants to spend money on watching that attitude. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. The character of Captain Marvel, uh, well, to give you a brief history, Captain Marvel originally was a, a DC Comics character who is now known as Shazam uh, because of a copyright fight with Marvel. There was an original male Captain Marvel, but he passed on his powers in the comics to Carol Dan- uh, Carol Danvers, who is who uh, Blaine, Blair, Blaine, whatever, Larson, is, is playing. So the character being female is, is actually correct, but I'm meaning are people having an issue because it's a female-led comic book character? No, absolutely not. Like, look at Wonder Woman. That fucking did excellent at the box office. It's her shitty fucking attitude afterwards, like, ruining the movies, the whole reputation of everything around her. Like, she doesn't want white people there. She doesn't want men there. Well, okay, guess what? You don't even have to be conservative-minded to be like, okay, well, go fuck yourself, bitch. Like, you don't want anyone there. Okay, princess. Well... Your moment of fame is over. <laughs> Your five <laughs> minutes passed when you said that. <laughs> well, 
Well, there you go. I'm pretty much right there with you. I think it's I think it's her shitty attitude, and I mean, she's showing no remorse to it either. Like people people have called her on, and she says, "I don't care." You know, uh, it's my movie. I'm going to treat it how I want to treat it and promote it the way I want to promote it. She she doesn't even seem to care that she's costing possibly costing the studio money. I'm going to say possibly because I again I don't have this completely confirmed. So I'm taking it with a grain of salt. I do know her shitty attitude, and I do it, it's turned off people like Brian and myself from even seeing the film. It's because... turned me off. Like I don't want to bring my daughter to that because my daughter's going to be looking at this actor later and like looking at her as a role model and being like, oh, mom, well, she said this, she said that. Well, honey, I don't think so. She ain't shit, okay? <laughs> We're not going. Well, you you just hit the nail <clears throat> right on the head. That's one thing that, like, a lot of these actors and actresses don't seem to get when they're playing these films, and even the directors who are, are creating these films, is, yeah, we're not talking about, like, Boys in the Hood or 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 Gone with the Wind or something of that nature, uh, those types of movies where, you know, they're works of fiction or whatever else, but they're just entertainment comic book superheroes there's a there's a level of responsibility to it because these are role model characters to kids people grow up idolizing batman superman captain marvel wonder woman spider-man and, and so on and so forth if you don't represent them correctly you're raising a whole generation of kids to be thinking wrong and and i really think her attitude is is absolutely wrong. This is not the way you get, you know, uh, whatever message she's trying to get across. This ain't the way to do it. No, you know? not especially when you're in a role like that. Like little kids were looking up to you and stuff, and now I'm a mom and I'm like, well, my daughter's gonna be looking up you on Google. She's gonna be looking up what you said. She's gonna be seeing what kind of influence you are, and you're not a good influence. You have a shitty attitude. You're prejudiced against the entire world. You act like a fucking princess with a broken tiara now because it didn't really earn you nothing. And I guess you're just a little, a little broken because, you know, you're walking flimsy. And, no, you're not the heroic person that you're supposed to be. You're not, you're not that, like, great person that my daughter's supposed to look up to. So, hell no. And <laughs> parents got to put their feet down at some point. No, you're you're absolutely right because again, that that's what some somebody like Larson or is is forgetting. She may be pushing pushing her her political views. Uh, it's her own personal agenda, but it's not what right, she her, should be doing in that position. Right, her own personal agenda, but she's forgetting that on screen, that little girl, your daughter, my daughter, is not going to see Larson. They're going to see Captain Marvel. Yeah, and then and, they're going to go see what Captain Mar who she is and stuff, because that's what kids do. That's how they become fans. Well, you could have had a million little girl fans who would have been all about your feminism and stuff, but with that attitude, that's exactly what killed it all, was her attitude. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, hopefully it's wrong. I'd hate to see a flop, especially for something as, as dumb as political points of view, but... You know, it, only only time will tell. Hope, hopefully, we're wrong. Maybe maybe it's just you know the the typical case of of uh, bad reporting, uh, fake news. I hate I hate to use the term, but fake news. And maybe Captain Marvel's not doing as bad, and maybe even Larson isn't as terrible as she's been being made out to be, to be. I doubt it, but I can hope. <laughs> well, you can always check out the trailers, and the trailer itself wasn't even that great. 
Oh, it was boring. It was absolutely it was. boring. It was, and you you expect like some of the most adventurous and some of the most uh, like hot parts of the movie, I guess you could say, right there in front of your face, and it's like, yeah, you know, now I want to see that movie. But there's no action, pretty much. I mean, it looks like a girl struggling it from a pod. Well, it's that sucks. The, <laughs> there are worse movies coming out too, but true, uh, like like Black Phoenix, that trailer just bleh, swamped <laughs> it. But yeah. No, it, it's it's something that looks like he could just pass up altogether, and then with all this publicity afterwards, it's, it doesn't even seem worth it. Well, I mean, they are reporting that the end of Captain Marvel is going to have two end credit scenes. One is supposed to be really emotional, and the other one's supposed to tie into uh, Avengers Endgame. If anything's going to make me watch Captain Marvel, it would be that. Uh, because I'm so looking forward to Mar- uh, Avengers Endgame. But, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, is like to get to... to, to, to I'm really going to oversimplify the character here, but Captain Marvel is Marvel's version of basically a Superman. You're failing if you can't make a Superman type character exciting. It, <laughs> you know? Good point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but you know, speaking, speaking of exciting rumors, it's been reported for a little bit now. Uh, I know you're not a huge Star Wars fan, but I, I've got to talk about this. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is being rumored to become a uh, TV series on the Disney app coming up. Of course, uh, Lucasfilm has been working on The Mandalorian and a prequel uh, story for one of the characters from Rogue One, Cassie and Andor. Well, now that it's been reported, they have been working on a third show that will be releasing with the uh i guess on the uh on the the app uh once it's once it's available and yes according to makingstarwars.net makingstarwarsnews.net obi-wan kenobi is the show that is happening two things two things here (laughs) one the rumors have been going on from a lot of different uh sources you can take it with a grain of salt even this, I'm still kind of taking with a grain of salt because until I hear Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm come out and say, hey, we're doing Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, uh, it, it, it's all hearsay. However, it is making StarWarsNews.net. These guys are never wrong. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Like, my son loved watching all their other um, animated, animated series. I watched them with him too quite a bit. They were actually pretty good. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, it's from what I understand, it is supposed to be basically what it was, uh, what was originally rumored to be for a standalone film, which is following the story of Obi-Wan after episode three and before episode four uh, in the star Wars films, uh, whether or not it's going, it would have uh, Ewan McGregor, reprising his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi or not. I don't know. It wasn't reported. Um, but, I mean, is this an, if this is true, how excited do you think people would be to have it as a as a TV she- uh, show, a series, on the, the streaming network? Or do you think it's a bad idea and they should have stuck with the standalone film? Oh, hell no. Do the series. <laughs> <laughs> 
Similar. Well, the short films are better, right? I mean, it's a it's a animated film, and I mean, like they're pretty like PG rated, so I mean, kids will love that, and you can't really get kids to sit through a three hour film, but thirty hour segments, yeah, and I mean that could last for like quite a bit longer than just the three hours. Well, right, but we're talking we're talking about Star Wars fans. Uh, first off, it's it's not a cartoon; it's it's supposed to be a live action oh, TV okay. show. But, you know, you're right. I mean, Star Wars has always been marketed mostly towards kids. But the fan base, I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm 42 years old. You what know, if it's I, like a prequel to another movie? Well, it, 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 it takes place between the, the, the first three movies and the basically the holy trinity of four, five, and six. Okay, so it's a 19-year gap between that two of what Obi-Wan was doing with his life while waiting for the main character, Luke Skywalker, to grow up. You know what I mean? So, Hey, well, if that's anything like the Netflix series that are coming out, like those are just fucking killing it right now, too. And that's like hour-long segments now. So, yeah, that could be really quite interesting. All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean anything Star Wars I'm excited for. So if this turns out to be true, especially with Obi-Wan Kenobi, and they do get Ewan McGregor to reprise the role of Obi-Wan, uh, sign me up. You, you, here's my money. Take it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be watching every episode. <laughs> Probably be reporting Honestly, it here. I've watched, I've watched all the videos and stuff just like off the top of my head. Like, yeah, it was like years ago watching like, <laughs> like the little kind of paper minion looking. Uh, oh, what's his name? I'm just pulling blanks now. <laughs> the little smart alien looking dude. Yoda? Yeah, that guy. Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I mean, but that was years ago. Like, I was like seven and stuff. And I think I had to watch like the whole series before episode one came out. So it was a long, long time ago. I mean, I kind of basically know what I'm talking about, but bring up certain characters i'm like well shit <laughs> well trust trust me doing this show with me and brian you'll 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 get caught back up on star wars soon enough i'll probably sit there sounding dumb and like crickets in the background <laughs> now with it with as, but as much star wars geekdom as goes on in realm of the mist you're either going to be going out buying the movies and sitting down and watching them again or you're going to be like oh, fuck these geeks <laughs> oh there's definitely something to do like uh this summer like Kids have no school and everything. Like, hell yeah, let's watch them all. Like, you guys already pretty much know who they are and everything. We saw Solo in theaters. So, they well, could go. probably be down for that. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you oh, what. Yeah. Right now, we're going to go ahead and take a quick uh, quick break, commercial break uh, for Comic Collections. And when we come back, we're going to hit into one of the final uh, stories. It's going to be a little bit more political. So, parental advisory for those that are a little sensitive. But uh, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Dave from the Comic Collection at 83 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We are right next to Northeast Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, albums, and CDs, graphic novels, other knickknacks, and, of course, comics. Established in 1985, we are your go-to store. Come by and say hello and say that the guys from RadioCast FM Radio sent you. The address again is 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or call 215-357-3332. 
And we are back, and I'm getting yelled at on uh, on on the chat stream here. Apparently, Agrodad Gaming has been checking in, and he tells me to check my damn Twitch chat. Don't silence me. I'm not silencing you, dude. I had it up uh, on my phone, and I just never looked down. Sorry about that. <laughs> We've been talking. I completely forgot to check this chat. So that's on me. Nobody's silencing you, brother. But, uh, uh yeah, <laughs> but we <laughs> are back. Uh, thanks for joining in. We, we got through the entertainment section of this show. And now we're going into a little bit more of the political side. This is just more of a conversational piece. Uh, but with the things like uh, uh, Alexandria Cortez in the United States and uh, Bernie Sanders throwing in his bid again for the 2020 presidential election and how many supporters they seem to have, it is alarming and concerning within the, uh, the country of the United States at how popular socialist ideas are becoming within America. And I wanted, I just wanted to get like, especially because like with Venus, who is in Canada, not the United States, but in Canada, like her point of view on like, is it, is it really concerning that socialism is on such a rise considering that the United States, a misconception of the United States is that we're not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, uh, meaning that government is controlled by the people and the people are represented represented by a Senate and not a, a mob rule mentality, which would be democracy. And, of course, constitutional is we are governed by the rules of the Constitution of the United States. Um uh, again, I'm, I'm simplifying. People are probably already listening to this like and going, well, that's not exactly what United States... No, I'm simplifying because it, <laughs> most people should know who live in this country should know what this country is. But the fact that, like, yes, we, we are a uh, capitalist society. A lot of, a lot of uh, things in, in this country are run through capitalistic uh, gains and... and and, and viewpoints, and for the most part, it's made us the richest uh, economy in the, in the world. But it's only for those who go out and earn it, go out and work for it. And the ones that are being left behind because they're too lazy or whatever the case may be are now flocking towards this idea that socialism, a democratic socialism, is the answer. Mean. <laughs> It's basically their way of saying, oh, socialism didn't work in the past, but a democratic socialism, we're going to do it right. Which is the same yeah. argument you heard over and over again. You heard it in Venice. Go ahead. I'm sorry. How do they explain that? Like, you don't have democracy and socialism. It's one or the other. How are you going to combine these two? Like, I would love for someone to explain this properly. I, I have been begging people to explain it to me, and all I ever get is read a, read a book. That's their explanation. Read a book. I have read books. How about you write a fucking book, jackass? <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that, that I can follow what you're saying. That that's usually my argument. I've read Mein Kampf. You know, I've read uh, the pamphlets of socialism and communism, and I'll be the first one to admit communism looks great on paper. It really does. On paper, the ideal of communism, where everybody is treated equally and everybody has the same potentials as everybody else sounds absolutely fucking perfect on paper 
Sounds in, like bullshit. In practice, <laughs> in practice, on the other hand, every single time socialism has been implemented into a society, it has broken down into a communist uh, authoritarian regime, which has murdered millions upon millions of people and has oppressed millions upon millions more. Every single time. How could these people nowadays be so gullible as to believe that this idealism, no matter what adjective you put in front of it, would ever work in any country, but whether off the greatest country in the world? Arguably. Uh, arguably, yes. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm fair uh, enough I'll... to throw in arguably. <laughs> <laughs> You know, at the way that like the whole world is at right now, like honestly, Russia's at my top right now. If I could move anywhere, I'd be in Russia. But <laughs> not something you hear but, very often. <laughs> seriously, I love Putin. Like he's fucking great. The whole world hates him, so he must be doing something right, right? I don't. I you know what? I agree with a lot of his ideals, but I trust him about as far as I could throw uh, Michael Moore. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah back to that like everyone deserves like this equal everything like okay first off like if you don't have the education to be a doctor you can't be a doctor you don't deserve to have get to be a doctor because that's what you think you deserve you need to go to school for that you're like i know most doctors sit there on their phone nowadays and just google symptoms and use webmd but <laughs> <laughs> i looked but I, still, I used webmd the other day i had a you know a runny nose and and uh, my eyes were kind of dry so i looked up my symptoms on webmd turns out i'm dying <laughs> you can't trust shit like that <laughs> oh like no like my daughter went to the hospital and she had her ears were plugged well, I was talking to her, and she kept saying, what, what? And she couldn't hear me. She had a headache. Her cheeks were red, and her face was poofy and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, she's obviously got more than a cold. She goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, oh, it's just a cold. She goes back a week later because she's still sick. It's, oh, no, she's got strep throat. I'm like, yeah, hello, her fucking mom knew that. I don't even have a PhD, and you're supposed to be doing your job. <laughs> That's the kind of doctors you're going to end up with in the States. <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing. Like, uh, okay, a perfect example. Uh, free Medicare or free health care for, for all. Uh, number one, again, with a capitalist society, even though, yes, doctors are a little uh, overpriced here in the United States, that's putting it mildly, you're paying not only for the service, you're paying for their labor. Nobody is entitled to another person's labor. I'm not entitled to your labor. You're not entitled to my labor. You know what I mean? Um, so I have a right to charge you what I feel is fair for for my labor in whatever it is Absolutely. you want. That That's ideally the way it is. Under free health care, doctors are given a flat rate pay. But they're pretty much on demand 24-7. They get no freedoms. They get no say. Their label, their labor is at your demand. That's not fair. That's, that's slavery. There's no well, that's nice way to put Canada it. Here. Yeah, it, it's slavery. And tell me, in Canada, how well is that working out? But uh, let's most be of fair. Our doctors, most of our doctors are overworked. Um, you're probably not going to see a doctor. The waiting list for even a surgery range anywhere from six months to over a year, depending on how much, how bad you need the surgery. 
Um, <clears throat> you have huge lineups at clinics. Uh, the emergency room is always full. You're going to be waiting like five hours to see a doctor if you go to an emergency room. Um, <laughs> you can be waiting longer than that. How like I've seen people wait all night. I've heard of someone be shot and wait 12 hours to see a doctor. So it yeah. really doesn't pay. The only thing that does pay is that, yeah, you know, if you go see a doctor or a kid sees a doctor or your kid needs surgery, it's paid for through universal health care, which kind of works out. That's, it. That's where your tax dollars money go to. It goes to anyone who needs it. So no one has to, like, freak out, like, oh, no, we need to get this done, but we can't afford it right now. Well, no, it's paid for it. Don't worry about it. You pay it forward a little bit. You pay it forward, but let, let, let's go into that a, a minute. On average, the American, uh, most Amer- working Americans, uh, breaking, breaking it down to every single tax that, you know, that comes out of your paycheck and what you pay in taxes, it, is, it would be tedious and make this extremely boring of a podcast. But to, to <laughs> succinctly put it, roughly 33% of your total income goes to taxes within the United States. 33%. Now, yes, that gets broken down to federal, state, medical, welfare, whatever, you know. Uh, so it less less of that 33% gets broken off each time to a different category. That's all you pay in taxes there? That's get, all. <laughs> get, give or take, yes. To get your, your universal health care and get these slave-driven doctors who aren't getting paid squat that they deserve and happen to wait six months to a year, but at least it's paid forward. How much does the average uh, Canadian pay in taxes? Uh, 45 to about 55%. Over half your income just yeah. to have that privilege. Where yep. is that saving American? Where would that save Americans money? It really wouldn't. You're honestly better off just saving up 10% of your paycheck, every paycheck, and keeping it aside so that you can take care of your kids when they need help. Or, you know, they can have a GoFundMe account or something, and you could be like, oh, well, I've got a bit more money than I need this month, so, you know, I'll pay it forward. There's always good people in the world, but to take, but to make you have to pay that, that's just bullshit. Well, see, that's another thing about communism that that is an issue. Uh, or not communism, but socialism. Everybody is deservant of the exact same thing. I should get make as much as Bill Gates, even though I'm nowhere near as technically savvy as Bill Gates. This podcast proves that. Um, but <laughs> I should make as much money as Bill Gates. No. No. Why should a high school dropout part-time burger flipper make as much money as somebody who's worked 20 years on a job, went to a trade or, or college, paid their hard-earned money to do so, and spent the time, years, and, and, and paid their dues to get there? Just well, because Bill of... Gates is a criminal, so, I mean, if you want to make more money, I mean, just follow his path, his footsteps and criminal away. <laughs> Well, no, you're you're absolutely right, but I'm you know I'm just using like why does a burger flipper deserve as much as as a CEO of a corporation who t- incurred all of the risk to even become a successful business person and then employs thousands, mm-hmm. hundreds to thousands of employees, uh, taking money out of his own profits to make sure those employees are are paid are uh have their 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 benefits if 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 so uh contracted under the under the employment status and, and stuff of that nature like 
why does a part-time high school dropout deserve that type of uh, thing? You don't. That's just well, taking well, that's taking out of somebody else's piggy bank. That's all it is. It's 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 rewarding the lazy. Well, would they um, raise everyone's pay, or would they drop it to the lowest paying person? You know, it's funny. Nobody has mentioned it. Uh, but if if we go through the history of communism, if we go through the history of communism and, and socialism, it would be everybody would drop down to the lowest common denominator. Well, there you go. No one's gonna win there. You know, work your ass off for what eight dollars a freaking hour, and you still have fifteen hundred dollar rent. Anger would it dad. be the same? Agro yeah, Dad is absolutely right. He says we already reward the lazy. It's called food stamps and welfare. Ah, uh, you're absolutely right. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that basically the idea is that the rich should pay the poor, so the but poor won't be poor no work. more. That's but not going to work. All they have to do is give a politician a bribe and say, "Let me keep my money and take me off those papers." Oh yeah, that did. Of course, they're working off the ideals that everybody is virtuous. Uh, oh my ass! <laughs> they didn't get there being virtuous. Okay, let's be honest. <laughs> well, look, I'll, I'll use I'll use Star Trek as a perfect example uh, as to their delusion of reality. Star Trek believes that they, you know, the Star Trek mythos believes in a utopian future where everybody is absolutely equal. They've eliminated the need for economics because people no longer are driven by materialistic. Uh, goals. Instead, they work to better themselves and all of humanity. These are great ideals. I take nothing away from that type of uh, mentality for a future. The problem is, is there's a reason it's called science fiction. Yeah, it's a fantasy. <laughs> Nobody in reality would ever. If you if you said to people, we're not going to pay you anymore. We want you to work because you want to work. Every single one of us would be sitting down playing video games, watching porn, or on social media goofing around. None of us would go to work if we're not getting paid because there's no reason for it. Yeah, but see, that's it's part a of lie. Like, uh, exactly. But that's part of like the benefits of working is you get to make your own money. Yeah, you give some to help out other people with your taxes and shit. But at the end of the day, you work hard to buy what you want. So you can better your own life. I mean, if no one's getting any <clears throat> privileges or like anything like that, yeah, no one's going to want to do shit. <laughs> oh, I don't get to buy a new truck after I work 40 hours a week. Well, you know what? Fuck the 40 hours a week. No point in doing that then. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, and and the thing is, is like, they, they want you to look at it as it's a charitable act. It's an act of charity. The difference between charity and extortion is the fact that people donate to charity because they want to donate to charity. Because Ex they can. Because they can afford it. Right. <laughs> Especially after taking care of themselves and, you know, even buying a new outfit. Like, can you even afford a new outfit? If you're like, well, you know what? I better just give it to somebody else. You know, but but when it comes but when it comes to when it comes to extortion, you're forcing payments to something that people may or may not choose to pay if they were left to their own device. Yeah, see, I'd still pay someone in taxes to give while well, they have welfare systems and everything. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes people need that shit. 
Like I was there. I'm sure everyone's been there like once or twice in their lives. So yeah, you know, you do what you got to do to get them off their asses. And there you go. You don't have to worry about eating tomorrow, but you better get up and do something with your life. Well, that's it. You know, it's not hard to figure out how the American dream itself works. And I mean, it, it, it could work for every place, but I mean, especially for the American dream, okay, is the opportunities are there. You know, the Bill of Rights say that you have the right to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. Pursue. It is not guaranteed that you will have it, but you could pursue it. It is there for those that are willing to put in the work for it. Like Agridad just said, my wife and I both work full-time, 40-hour jobs. Neither have fancy cars. Our house isn't special. We have two kids. We live paycheck to paycheck. We go to the grocery store and have to stretch our money to feed ourselves. Yet I see people standing in line at like welfare and, and unemployment lines and shit like that uh, on their iPhones with their hair and nails done with a cart full of food being loaded into their Mercedes. That's the yeah. that's the fairness of of the welfare system, a socialist system, is that hardworking people who are paying into that welfare from their hard work, from their labor, are scr- uh, scratching and scrimping to try to even get by, while people are just, why do I have to work? They're taking care of me. And on top of that, too, like you work all this time. You don't get time with your family when you're working that much. You don't get time to see your kids or anything. Like to take a day off and take your kid to the doctor is like the end of the world for somebody working. And you know what? The unappreciated motherfuckers who are driving around in their fucking Benz and Bentleys and crap, they're they're not even appreciated that. Like go work harder, pay more taxes. Yeah, so what? You could sit there and do fuck all? Like... Well, look, the, the, the biggest question I want to I want to ask, especially because like like I know Trudeau is pushing you guys towards a socialist uh, regime as well. Oh, um, God. you know, very hard. <laughs> I, I, I watch the news. I know uh, <laughs> I watch I watch a lot of different news because I never believe one news source. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is, is like who is really to blame for the rise of socialism? Is it the politicians and the corrupt uh, government officials or is it something more? Is it something because of the fact that we as parents are failing to teach our children the value of hard work, the value of a dollar, and understanding that you don't always get what you want, but you get what you earn? Well, they made a huge separation when they put um, hardworking people on one side of the spectrum, and then they put people needing assistance on the other side of the spectrum. Well, we'll give you all free benefits like people that need them. Well, people that work, you got to work harder. And so, like, they're being forced to work harder. They're not getting any benefits or any rewards. And pretty much they're pushing everyone into this position that, yeah, now we need assistance because they're limiting jobs. They're raising the taxes so much. Well, I need assistance. I can't work. Or, you know, like my family member's sick, so I can't work and I need to go on assistance, help with them. So they're making everyone reliable on the system. Straight up. And and that's you just you just said it right there, reliable to the system. Easier to control. If exactly. we, if the system is providing your lifestyle and well-being, it means that you need the system. And that means the system is in control and can do whatever they want as long as they continue to put water in your bottle, food in your bowl, and let you run around on your spinny little wheel. You're a hamster. 
is yep. the fact that the fact of the matter is that. But I really, I really want to know why this is such a even hot button topic. Why do people think that socialism is the cure and answer to corruption in government, to to equality uh, within the societies? Uh, when every every example of socialism, no matter what adjective you put in front of it, has always ended in violence, bloodshed, repression, and complete uh, uh, destruction of economics. Well, when you're on um, assistance or whatever, like you're reliable on the system. So when the system starts breaking because there's no one paying into taxes because they cut jobs, which people that don't work want to see happen. Well, I don't want him to have a new truck because I don't get one. Okay, well, now he's going to lose his job because they're going to cut jobs. Now they're going to stop taking taxes because he's not working to pay you these taxes. That little truck that he got that he's in an eight-year agreement with that he has to pay monthly payments on, he works for that. That's his little fucking gift or his little reward for doing what he does all the time. But now we're going to take that away. He's not going to have any rewards, and he's going to be here beside you. Well, now there's no one paying into taxes. There's no one paying into government funding. So now you're all on rations. Well, what happens when you're on rations? You're going to start killing other people for their rations. That's what happens. You're not getting enough, or you got cut off because of bad behavior, or you got cut off because you've met your quota for the week. You're gonna go out and you're gonna kill your fucking neighbor for his food. And that's that's exactly it. that's the future America, Canada, and many other countries are looking at because of the rise of people who want something for nothing, forgetting that exactly. it's got to come from somewhere, and that somewhere is going to be your money and your labor. That's the God's Absolutely. honest truth. There, I'm not sugarcoating coating this. This is the exact truth. This is how socialism works. We take it from those who have it to give it to those who don't. And then we take it from those who do ha- don't have it anymore, which is everybody now, and we give it to corrupt politicians who are now author- uh, authoritarian, totalitarian, I'm tongue-tying myself here, uh, totalitarian. <laughs> totalitarian regimes this is how the ussr was formed this is how the uh current state of venezuela became this is how cuba wound up with castro this has been proven over and over and over and over again and i defy you i'm asking you please comment down below if you actually support so democratic socialism because I want to know why it's so appealing to you and why you think it'll actually work when history has proven 100% that it will not because it never has. No matter what adjective you put in front of it, socialism does not work. It looks great no. on paper, but it does not work. No, it's like take it. Well, they say you got to like fill your glass before you can fill anyone else's. Well, guess why your glass is being taken away on socialism you don't get a glass maybe you'll get to drink from a water spout you get a thimble (laughs) you get a water spout and it's one two move it to the back of the line that's it you know and of course that we're talking about lines you know things like bernie sanders has stated in the past where he thinks bread lines are a good idea like you can honestly learn how to like um uh what do you call it when you 
uh, mine water or whatever, <laughs> you could learn how to do that. Like tap into water in the ground, make your own little fountain, you know, have multiple little fountains. Multiple people could go to multiple little fountains, but you want to have one little fountain for everybody with socialism. Look, there's a reason America uh, gave uh, um, Americans the right to free speech and freedom of expression and then right afterwards gave them the right to bear arms. It's to keep totalitarian government regimes from ever taking over the country. The people will remain free. I guarantee you, if you try to come after people's freedoms, or if you come after people's rights, or you try to come after people's guns, or their money, they will defend themselves and their families. They should absolutely do that, too. And I am one of those people. In fact, I'm begging you to try. <laughs> I am begging you to try. I have been you've seen it on Facebook. Every time I share something about somebody saying, "Oh, we should we should attack and 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 beat up every Trump supporter. Oh, we should go right to their houses and take their guns." Please try. Please try. You're going to get shot first. <laughs> These people probably work. They probably have a security camera outside. Their neighbors are probably police officers because they can afford to live in a safe uh environment. Uh, get a job, people. Just get a fucking job, and then you'll see what you have to defend when you have your rights, your privileges, your hard-earned money, your whole life put into like this one little job. You go see, you go do that, and then see anyone try to steal any of that away from you. You work to buy a couch to sit on your lazy ass at home. Nobody's gonna steal that from you. That's exactly you, it. You take pride in your things that you own. You work for it, you fucking should be allowed to defend it. That is absolute that is absolutely true. And and the fact of the matter is it isn't, it isn't even about like defending the, the materialistic possessions. It's defending our freedoms and our rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And these things are protected under our freedom of speech and and and, and uh, expression and under our right to bear arms. They the, the 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 actual quote that you know because a lot of people want to argue the second the second amendment right they want to argue the quote that it was made by people who were talking about like muskets uh, black powder pistols no the exact quote of the second amendment to the united states constitution is the right to bear arms sh uh, shall not be infringed the, the, that means the right, no the right. altercations to what was said. <laughs> exactly, which means it doesn't matter if we're a militia because a militia was civilians anyway. It wasn't the military. The people's rights shall not be infringed. It means you have no say. Technically, by word for word of the of the Second Amendment, you can make the argument that there shouldn't even be background checks or or people being able to say you can or cannot buy a gun. Buy if you want to go word for word. Now, yes, I do agree with like limitations of people buying guns, background checks, because there are nutters out there that want to do harm and use guns for things other than protection and stuff of that nature. So, yes, I absolutely agree with them. But if you want to get technical from from using word for word of the Constitution shall not be infringed means nothing can stop me from owning a gun. Yep. You know, true that. 
So, mm. but that's an that's an argument for another time. Let's go ahead and get into the final thing here. This one's a, this one's an easy one here. Realm of the Mist is now on Anchor.fm. Guys, you can find us on Anchor.fm slash R-O-T-M dash entertain. That is Anchor.fm slash R-O-T-M dash entertain. Guys, you can find us there. You will find, of course, Realm of the Mist podcast. You will find War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. And soon, hopefully tomorrow, it had to be said, starring Venus. Uh, these things, we are setting up the schedule. Tentatively right now, the schedule is Realm of the Mist podcast will broadcast live here on Twitch, on YouTube, on Mixer, every Monday night at around 8, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wednesday nights around 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time will be War of the Stars. And I believe we're looking at Tuesday nights. Again, this is still tentative for It Had to Be Said. Directly yes, after sir. the live performances, they will be uploaded to Anchor.fm for you guys. And, of course, Anchor will distribute these to things like uh itunes to spotify and many many other places so in other words tell your friends you could find us in multiple platforms just look up realm of the mist entertainment venus are you are you excited to be uh debuting your show tomorrow why don't you tell us a little i about am i hope i hope my friend doesn't bail on me because <laughs> <laughs> well if not you got me why don't you tell us well give, there you go why don't you give us a little preview of what you have planned for us then I don't know. I'm just going to let things piss me off tomorrow, and I'm just going to hold it inside and let it all out tomorrow night. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Well, Venus, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you if they want to get a hold of you? Uh, Right here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm on Facebook, Venus Chan, or my backup account, Solar Nova. Um, If you're friends with Chris, you'll probably find me a lot easier. Um, Yeah, that's about it. And, of course, you can find me at Christopher Michael Stolle on, on uh, most of the social medias. You'll find me right here on Realm of the Mist podcast as well as all the other Realm of the Mist shows. Don't forget, daily on YouTube, we also release uh, Press A Gaming, which is video game Let's Plays and Playthroughs. That is daily. So you guys will always have a video coming from Realm of the Mist Entertainment on YouTube and on uh, Twitch. So, guys, check all that stuff out. Make sure you're showing love to, to, to Venus, to, to John, to Brian. And, of course, guys, go check out Anchor FM and, and, and find us on, on iTunes, Spotify, all the above. Without you guys, there is no us. And we're trying to put out the best possible entertainment for you guys for free. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can't beat that. We're, we're free here, you know. So... Come join us. Let us know what you want to hear and want to talk about. Maybe we'll put it on the next show. Until then, guys, thank you very much. Have a good night, and I will catch you on the next Realm of the Mist podcast. Have a good night. Good night.